Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And for those of you who have been listening along to the podcast over the last six weeks or so, you know that every time you turn up, you don't know whether I'm going to be up, down, or all around, because that's the impact of not having clarity in your brand, Michelle. But good news, I'm on the up. I think we have made it. We are clear, and I can't wait to tell everyone about it. So you've been on this journey, six weeks of me feeling stuck, right? Oh, not only on this podcast talking about it, but in LinkedIn DMs and hundreds of WhatsApps and on other Zoom calls. So I have seen the entire back end and I know we have a winner now. I am so excited for you, Michelle. So let's get going and let everyone know what's been going on since the last time we talked about this. I'm going to rewind for those of you who might be joining us for the first time. Long story short, I built my brand three years ago when I started my business. Let's just say it's all been DIY and I've grown and evolved. My business has grown and evolved. And I've been feeling really stuck, as I put it, stuck in my cocoon, and I want to be the butterfly, but I'm just at that awkward phase where I'm not quite there, but I'm not quite where I was. And so it's been really uncomfortable and draining is what I would say. It's been taking my whole mind up. It's been taking my focus away from other things. And so I've really struggled because I haven't been quite clear around how do I really refine my brands? How does it evolve to reflect who I am now, but more importantly, who I want to work with and what my business will be in the future? Good news. We have done it. I am finally clear about my next steps forward, Michelle. Now, I would love to tell people like the new name, but I'm going to hold that back until we actually launch it. But even that, how many weeks did you and I go backwards and forwards with name choices to the point where I think I wanted to give up? Yeah, I think you were going to just keep it. I think you were about to throw the towel in. And I said, no, we're going to get it. Like I said, let's get on a brand therapy session. We are going to get it. And I believe the day before we were supposed to speak, you WhatsApped me. Let's tell everyone the details. Tell them the story about... The time difference. Oh, my God. This is where the time difference really comes unstuck. So Yeah, just let everyone know we're 15 hours apart, okay, in time difference, which means when I go to bed, she's waking up and vice versa pretty much. Exactly. Now, we do keep our phones on silent because in case one of us gets it wrong, especially with daylight savings. But here's what happens. After weeks and weeks and almost me to the point of saying, Michelle, can't we just stick with good trading code? Does it really matter that much? And you're like, no, Michelle, we're going to jump on this call. The day before, I'm doing my usual process. Oh, I really like this name. Look up. Oh, someone else has got the web domain. Maybe this one. Someone else has got it. And I just kept going through this process. And I'd almost thrown in the towel. And then all of a sudden, my name was there. And I was like, oh, my God. And the website address was available in my country, your country, the whole world. And I was like, no one else has it. It really resonates with me. It's really amazing. So I I check with Lil, my partner. I was like, do you like this? And she liked it as well. And then I was like, I've got to check with Michelle. And then I look at my watch and 1.30 in the morning, your time. 
And even I thought, I better not, just in case it wakes you up. And But I was so excited that I stayed up. I had to stay up till 10 o'clock at my time to wait for your time zone to come back around so I could text you. And I wanted it to be there waiting for when you woke up so I could literally get your approval and then press ping and go and buy all of those website domains. So it was like Christmas for me. That's how it felt. And I told you, this is the best thing to wake up to. Seriously, I had my morning cup of coffee and I pulled on my phone and I saw that. And I'm like, I think I sent you a gif on the best thing ever. It was like, hallelujah, the skies are parted. The sun is shining. Michelle found her name. And it's not just something, it was there all along. Like when I work with my clients, you have the answers. It's there all along, but we overlook it. It's just the process, Michelle. And you couldn't have a better, more perfect name that aligns with who you are and what you do, but doesn't pigeonhole you because those are some of the things I'm like, don't limit yourself because look out world. And it positions you as authority with this name. I've told you that. So I'm like, I couldn't be more excited for you. All the things. Oh, look, and there have been a lot of things because when I first set up my company name as Good Trading Co., the word good really means a lot to me because I'd had some really bad bosses and I want to do good business with good people. And that hasn't changed. That will never change. That is what drives me. That is why I now have an amazing community around me, just full of people that are amazing. Now, what's happened then is, like I said, every great idea, I'd go the domain name checker and think, yes, I found it. Someone else already had that same great idea. Then maybe if the domain was available here in Australia or the overseas, then what would happen is I'd go to locally register the business name in Australia and someone else had something too similar and I wasn't allowed to have it. So I've been really frustrated that I felt like this was the cornerstone foundation block that if I could get this sorted, I could then move on to things like building my brand properly, not diving in the deep end with the sharks as I did the first time around with zero thought. And now I'm actually methodically going through this process. I haven't skipped any of your steps, have I? I'm pretty sure I'm following all the steps. Yes, because on that call that we didn't have to figure out the name, we went through a lot of the perspective phase, the people phase, and the positioning phase, my first three steps. And then I gave you homework to go do so we can double check all that. And we have to take another session together, just iron out a few things, make sure it's done. But yeah, you're well on your way because I know the next step for you is step four, the packaging where you get your visual identity. We talk about that in the LinkedIn Brandy book about visual identity and all those things, and you're very close to that. So one of the things I want to stress, Michelle's a prime lesson here, so we don't want you to make this mistake. Don't jump in the sharks. Don't start on level four when you got to start on the thing. You got to do the hard work, Michelle, so that you can wake up on Sunday morning and have your power partner give you the best name ever for her. So that is the beauty of waiting and doing the hard work and going through the ugly moments too. Wasn't it all worth it? It is now. I'm not going to lie. You know how frustrated I was because the thing I hate about branding is the branding. My, my sales brain is going, who cares? I'm a LinkedIn trainer. Why do I need a fancy name for that? And things like that have, has always been my struggle because we fall back on our strengths, which mine is selling. And I want to do things that focus on that area and not worry about marketing and branding and just go, who cares? 
But over time, I've obviously learned a lot about that. And as I've shared, this is a significant investment in time and money for me to get branding guidelines built, to get new websites built and all my other templates and collateral that goes with it. This is a six month job for me from my perspective. And I don't want to get it wrong, but one of the things that's come up in the conversations that I've had with you and the people that are helping me with my visual identity is I actually went really wrong in the beginning with this. The lesson I've learned is I need to build a brand that is built for the people I want to work with, not the brand that reflects me and makes me feel happy because it's all about me. Now, it doesn't mean I lose my personality or my way of doing things. That still stays. But there will be choices that I will make that will make it easier for me to resonate with the people I want to work with. And that is probably the biggest evolution in branding that I've had. Mm -hmm. It's not about what fonts I like. It's not about necessarily the colors that I like. There's a lot of other stuff that goes in behind that so that I make sure that if someone is looking for someone that does exactly what I do in my business, that there's nothing blocking or getting in the way between me and them. And so there's a bit of work for me to do to refine. I don't know what it looks like. I'm not at that point, but I think that's a thing. Branding is how you show up for other people, not what makes you feel good particularly. It's the connection and the association that you want to embody that they will gravitate the right people. And we did talk about this the other day. You have been through your share of, you know, clients and services that didn't really resonate and with them and you and all the things. So now you 100% are clear on that too. And that's going to come across the board, protect you, right? And then attract those people. And because I know this is the level after year three, you're going to go even higher, faster and higher now, Michelle. I see that now, especially with the new positioning and the area for growth with this name and the offerings. You don't just have to just set on LinkedIn. There are more tools in your toolkit to offer. And that I think is the most exciting because I did not want you to limit yourself to LinkedIn. 100%. Oh, absolutely. And there's no way that I could do what I'm about to do without the experience and the trials and tribulations of the last three years. It has been because I've tried so many different things in so many different ways that now I can easily go, this works, that doesn't work. Now, one of the exercises that I'm going to share that you worked with me that I think is going to be really helpful for others is writing a list of what your ideal client looks like or maybe doesn't look like. Now, if you don't mind, I want to share a couple of things from the Mm -hmm. list so that it might help other people out there get to feel what makes an ideal client, what kinds of statements, what kinds of things you're looking for. So do you mind if I share a couple of things that were on my list? Let me preface it, though, before you do that, because I don't know what people read out there, but if you Google sometimes the generic stuff, demographics, you do that avatar thing, and it's just silly and just... I don't know. I go deeper and we talk about a lot of different things, psychographics and beliefs and mindsets and all the things. And I think you and I nailed it. And we also started using some of the words that they use. And then you're going to go out and get even more of that. But let's talk about the foundation we set. That's not that templated persona that you read in all these boring blogs. Yeah, because I couldn't go with that templated persona. Yes, I have some ideas around the kinds of businesses that I work with, but It's not a particular industry, but there is very much a kind of person that I want to work with. So I'm just going to read a couple and there's some of them are in the positive and some of them are in the negative. 
And it doesn't mean I'm going to go and write a list on my website of all of these things. And if you don't check the boxes, I don't work with you. That's not how this works. But it was an exercise for me to get clear on if I was to really build an amazing brand that resonates with the most amazing clients that want to pay me what I'm worth and work really well together with me, then this kind of ideal client would be out there. So here's a couple of things off my list. Number one, they would be willing to do the work to implement the strategies and the training. So that's important to me. They're industry leaders that hold the number one spot and deliver high standards of service and products to their clients. Innovation is at the core of what they do. They see LinkedIn as an investment and not a cost or expense. They are goal-driven. So some of those things are like the positive things. I'm drawn to people who want to be the best. Let's go down to the other end, what they aren't. So they don't micromanage my work. They don't doubt themselves. The CEO or owner has to be on board. They're not desperate for sales. They don't use words like leads, fill the pipeline, or focus on analytics. They've been in business for some time, solid on their brand, their customers, their packages and services. They don't argue about money or negotiate conditions. Now that's probably about a third of what I wrote on this full page of creating and manifesting my ideal clients out there. Oh, and it was really powerful. I think it's an exercise that I certainly didn't do up front, but I hope that it helps some other people sit down. If things aren't working. You're not selling what you want. Go back to the basics. And I think this is starting with who is it that you want to work with? It's a pretty good place to start in my mind. Absolutely. And I always like to go in the, I'm a very positive person, but I always like to say, we got to go in the negative. Who is it that you don't want to work with? And it's also good that you went out three and a half years and did this because you did and tested. Now we had an episode a couple of weeks ago about your brand evolution and why it's great to test. And so it's a fine balance because you could sit like me and wait five years and just do all the things and never get out there. Or you could be like Michelle and just jump in the deep end. So we're trying to give you at least some guardrails to have everything. Now, when you get out the gate, you're probably not going to be as defined as Michelle. You might be, but you shouldn't have to feel like you need to be, right, Michelle? Because that's completely night and day than even a year ago, right? Six months ago. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I've created a successful business that's doing really well financially over the last three and a half years. I'm really happy with how that's all gone. But, you know, for me, when I did my business, I never intended to be a business owner. I've had to learn a lot of this stuff as I went, even though I ran other people's businesses with no problems. But when you're building something from scratch as an expert in a particular area, and you have to do so many things that aren't your expertise. If I was to pay someone to do everything that desperately needed to be done back at the beginning, Number one, we've seen how my business cards turned out because I had no idea who, what I was doing. We also know that you can't go and pay someone to make problems go away if you don't even know what problem you need solved. And they can only train and educate you to a certain standard. So I've had to learn a lot. Thankfully, I've got power partner in you that comes my equal opposite in all things marketing and branding. But for me, it's just been really powerful and energizing in the last couple of days. It's like someone has flicked the clarity switch and now you can't stop me, people. So stay tuned. When you have clarity, you're unstoppable. Michelle, this makes me so happy because I do a lot of work with people who are coming out of corporate, either they're leaving or just left. And that's just exactly why I show up and do what I do, because I don't want them to 
just get out there, overwhelm, stuck, and just do all the things, waste time, money, and sanity, why not start out the gate the right way when you have that clarity, you have direction focus, you have your roadmap with your branding, your marketing, and your visibility accelerator. That's exactly what I do. So this has been a living case study, and we're not even finished. This is just another amazing update to it. But this is a lesson learned for everyone listening If you're in the situation, Michelle and I love being transparent and open about this, right? We're not glossing over like, this is perfect. Everything's perfect, right? No, there are bumps in the road. But we are trying to make this path super smooth for you. And so that's why I'm so thankful, Michelle, that you're sharing all this with everyone. This is such a gift. Look, we've already had our friend Kerry reach out. And I appreciate the message, Kerry, and for also leaving us a review on the podcast as well, because... I know that when we just share and keep it real, that's what has a genuine impact on others because we're not perfect. We are just like everybody else, but we're willing to share this, I guess, share transparently, but also show you that it's not one and done. It is what we need to do and it evolves over time. And it's easy when you come from corporate to think that somewhere it's all just magically done and they never had to go through this process. Because the companies I've worked for, Michelle, have been in existence for 70 or more years. Day one, they weren't like this. It's that whole don't compare your day one to someone else's day hundred. We're all guilty of that. Social media makes it feel 10 times worse. But I I can't wait. I'm going to keep sharing about what I'm learning in this process, the practical steps. Here's how we could do it the right way, because I'm literally just following the process that's in the LinkedIn branding book. So no secrets. If you want to know what I'm doing, it's in the book. We And the workbook. And the workbook. Remember, I even asked you in our session the other day, did you run some of this through the workbook? I was very adamant about that because that gets that out. It gets the gook out of your brain. It's a great like first draft because, Michelle, one of the things when my clients I work with and I suffer from it, too, you have too many ideas. You can't the sell. You've got to get a lens and a perspective from someone else too to help you bring that out. And I think that was what really stalled you in some parts too. Look, there are so many bits and I'm going to wrap this one up here today because when you're excited about something, you just want to talk and talk and talk. And we need to divide this up into a few episodes, I think, because I have so much other cool stuff that I've learned in this process that I want to share. My actionable tip grab a pen, some paper, or however you like to write notes, and just write a list of the things that you want to work with in a person, an ideal client. The more detailed, the more things that you write. I actually found the power in the exercise was getting focused on that and actually paying attention to it, not getting stuck in the day-to-day of running my business, making sure that all my clients were happy, making sure all the other stuff was going on in my life was handled. It was a moment where I actually got to sit down and focus on how is it that I can best grow my business? And that is building a solid foundation. No surprises that step one in our framework is all about foundations. So be proud of me, Michelle. I am not diving in with the sharks. I am so proud and excited. So my actual tip is the direct opposite of yours because we are going to say, I'm going to say, get a pen or whatever you want to do and write the opposite. What you don't want to do, you don't want to serve, all the things that don't light you up because that is so important when you know what you don't want. It's equally as important to show you, okay, 
Everything else opposite of that is probably what I do want. Sometimes we can take the negative first. It's almost easier to say, oh, I know I don't like this. I don't like that. So when you do my actual tip and then Michelle's, you've got a beautiful column, a great starting point to get out of your own head, get out of your own way. And that's the first thing. Take some time for yourself. Shut off for an hour and just do it because I guarantee you will uncover things. Even oh, another thing, Michelle, another tip. If writing is hard, do like I do. Go on a morning walk, pull up a recorder or something, just blab it out. I do that. When I see people walking their dogs, I shut up because it looks like, who is this crazy person talking to herself all the time? But it works. And when I'm on my when I'm on my walks and just blabbing it out, all the ideas flow. And that's the whole lesson for today. We need you to find clarity so that you can get out there in a bigger way and serve the people that you're here to serve. So I think it's been a wonderful episode, Michelle. We are all cheering you on, and we cannot wait for the big unveil in the very near future. It's coming, and like I said, I'm going to share with everyone what I learned along the way, what is the difference this round compared to the first time I did it, and how you too can avoid the mistakes that I made the first time round. And maybe you're sitting in a place where your brand doesn't feel like it quite fits, or maybe you're not resonating with the right audience. And so making the list that we recommend that you do, the clients you want to work with, the ones that you don't, it's going to make such a massive difference to your progress. On that note, I'm going to stop here because, yeah, I've got so much to share. So we better just wrap this one up, Michelle. All right. Until next week, everyone, we'll be back with another amazing episode. But until then, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.